0: Well, we're back again with another um, another session in the book of Proverbs. And we're going to start in Proverbs chapter 1, verse 1, and read through verse 7. Let's begin. The Proverbs of Solomon, the son of David, king of Israel, to know wisdom and instruction, to discern the sayings of understanding, to receive instruction in wise behavior, righteousness, justice, and equity, to give prudence to the naive, To the youth, knowledge and discretion. A wise man will hear and increase in learning, and a man of understanding will acquire wise counsel to understand a proverb and a figure, the words of the wise and their riddles. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Fools despise wisdom and instruction. Well, we've already gone through verse 1, and so now we're going to look at verse 2. And we're going to find some very, very important truths that will begin to set you on a on a road to growing in wisdom. So the first phrase is to know wisdom and instruction. The first thing I want to look at here is the word know. In the in the Hebrew Bible, the word know can can deal with facts. We all need to know facts. We need to know facts of science, facts of history, facts of mathematics, but especially we need to know facts about the Bible. But the word know means more than just grasping facts. It also refers to a relationship, of fellowship, an intimacy. and intimacy. And what I'm trying to tell you is that you need to have more than just knowledge in your head. It needs to become a part of you. The wisdom of the book of Proverbs needs to become your friend, your companion. So as we study, we not only study, we not only memorize, but we also pray and we also practice. And then as we're walking throughout the life life that we have, as we're going to school or doing our homeschooling or going to church or playing with friends or whatever we do, that wisdom, God's knowledge. Is constantly with us, guiding us and directing us. We just don't want to um, study the book of Proverbs and then, you know, in the morning, and then and then leave it there in our room. But we learn the word of God so that we can we can walk with God, and with His wisdom, throughout the day. So now it says, to know wisdom and instruction. Now we could we could take these words apart. And we could study them all very technically, but, but that's not really our purpose here. When we talk about wisdom, what do I want you to understand? That God determines what wisdom is. God is all wise. So if you want to grow in wisdom, you will grow in your knowledge of God, and you will grow in your knowledge of what God has commanded, his precepts. His statutes. Another way we can look at it is wisdom is developing or cultivating the mind of Christ. Now, I want to just stop there for a second and look at that word cultivating. Um, for me, in my life, it has been a very, very important word. I have found that, that when I study something, it doesn't automatically become mine. So it's kind of like when a farmer goes out and there's hard ground and he breaks it up. He goes over it and over it again. Then he sows seed and sows more seed and then puts things upon that seed that would cause it to grow, that you and I need to constantly be cultivating the mind of Christ to think like Christ thinks, uh, to think as God thinks. And how can we do that? Through studying the book of Proverbs, but not just the book of Proverbs, the entire counsel of God as it's revealed in the scriptures, and also Prayer crying out to God. As we will see here in the book of Proverbs, prayer is very important to wisdom, that if you wanna grow in wisdom, you've got to ask God. And God is more than willing to give. So he said to know wisdom and instruction. Now, with the word instruction, I want you to see something that that I think is is very, very important here. Um, It's a word that can also mean, mean discipline. And it has to do with, with moral instruction and self-control. Now, I want to look at the relationship here, to moral instruction. You and I, um, we, just, we don't come out of the womb. We're not born knowing um, how to live as a human being. We must be instructed. Now, there's all kinds of voices out there telling us what to do. But the voice that we most must uh, pay attention to is the voice of God in his word. He tells us how to live morally. What is right and what is wrong. He gives us instruction in it. But instruction means more, again, than just than just knowing something. It has to do with discipline. With, with disciplining ourselves, having self-control. It's a very important thing. When I was a, a young boy, there was a, what was called the hippie movement. And it, what it did was it, it, it simply attacked all the standards, really, of, of morality and philosophy and religion and, and everything. It turned the world upside down. And one of the, one of the um, things you would read on the back of bumper stickers in many cars was, If it feels good, do it. That's the very opposite of the way you should think. There are many things that feel good to people that are are very dangerous, very destructive, very harmful, very dishonoring, both to their humanity and, more importantly, to God. And so you and I need moral instruction, and then those feelings that we have can be very, very wonderful, but they need to be guided and controlled by the Word of God. And instruction means more than just you read it but you practice it, you practice it, you practice applying the Word of God. Um, I, uh, for many years, I have loved archery and and loved primitive archery where you make your own bow out of one piece of wood. And um, sometimes I'm asked to teach um, people how to shoot a bow. And I can sit them down and I can give them many books and I can instruct them in many things, but sooner or later I have to put a bow in their hand And I have to show them over and over and over where their fingers should be, uh, where their left hand should be, their right hand, how high their elbows should be, where they should be looking. And I have to show them that over and over again until what happens? It's a thing called muscle memory. It just They're just taught. Their muscles are trained. They know how to respond according to what is right. And that's what we have to do in the book of Proverbs. That's why you're not just going to read the book of Proverbs one time and then wham, you've got it all. You're going to have to read it many times along with the rest of Scripture. You're going to have to meditate upon it. You have to memorize it, but you're also going to have to practice it. And then at the end of the day, you also may want to re, re- or evaluate. How did I do today when my brother was angry with me? How did I respond? Did I respond according to the mind of God? Or did I respond according to my feelings? When my mother told me to do the dishes after dinner, how did I respond? According to the word of God or according to my own um, selfish desires, my own feelings? And so see, we need this. We need this moral instruction and we need to learn how to discipline ourselves. And it comes from practice, practice, practice. Now, he goes on, And he says, to know wisdom and instruction. That's what Proverbs will give you. Then he says, to discern the sayings of understanding. Literally, when it says sayings of understanding, it's the understanding. Sayings of understanding are wise counsel. Now, there are all kinds of people out there today that are willing to give you counsel. Uh, not, not just people on a personal level, but there's television, there's movies, there's the internet. So many people telling you, so many voices screaming at you how you should live. Well, you need to be able to discern what is wise counsel and what is dangerous counsel, evil counsel, false counsel. And the word discern here, it says to discern the sayings of understanding. The word discern means literally to see, to be able to see, to perceive, to, to see through things, to be able to judge the value of things, to be able to weigh them, okay? Now, there's two ways in which I want you to look at this. By reading the book of Proverbs, number one, you'll be able to listen to what people are saying, and you'll be able to discern this is right, And this is wrong because you'll have a moral standard. And what is that moral standard? It's the word of God, the will of God, the mind of Christ. But not only that, when wise men or wise women speak to you, you'll be able to understand. You'll be able to glean from them. You know, there's a saying out there, you know, someone asked me one time, how did it go in your conversation? And I said, well, I felt like I was talking to a wall either the person didn't want to listen or or they simply could not discern the truths that were being communicated. But you see, you can grow in your ability not only to discern the difference between good and evil, but you can grow in your ability to listen to wise counsel and then glean from it and make it your own. Now, he says to receive instruction Uh, um, To know wisdom and instruction, to discern the sayings of understanding, verse 3. To to receive instruction in wise behavior, righteousness, justice, and equity. Now, the first thing he says here is to receive instruction. Now, um, we say that water runs off a duck's back. Uh, Sometimes when I've seen teachers when they were dealing with students and afterwards I asked them, how did it go? And said, everything I told that student just glanced off his forehead. It didn't go in. We need to learn how to receive instruction, how to make it our own. One of the things I want you to understand as a young person is that when we sit down and read the Bible, we are not just reading some person's opinion, some fallible person's opinion. We're not uh, simply receiving some regulation from a human teacher. This is the Lord of the universe, the creator, the sustainer of all things, and the one who has mastery and sovereignty over us. There is no one more important in the universe, and when he speaks, you need to listen and you need to know how to receive to receive his word and make it your own you see I, I when I was a little boy my my dad would come in and get me up every morning very very early and he would always say you know he would laugh and say no rest for the wicked get up and we would go out and work on the farm and I always thought one day I'm gonna be out on my own and uh And I'm going to sleep as long as I want to. But I remember after my father passed away, the next day I got up at the same time he would get me up. Why? That teaching of his, it had become my own. Whether I liked it or not, it had molded me. It had become a part of me. And and that's the way the word of God has to be. Young person, listen to me. Um, There are so few people who read the Bible, even those who claim that the Bible is the Word of God. There are so few people who make it their own. You can be one of those unique individuals that knows the Word of God, that lives by the Word of God, that's able to proclaim the Word of God clearly to others. So I would encourage you to do so. Now he says, to receive, receive instruction. Now, this is the word that we also we we had in verse 2 it said to know wisdom and instruction now verse 3 to receive instruction in wise behavior now i want you to look at something the, the and um the writer of proverbs just repeated himself now oftentimes we're told stop repeating yourself but you're going to see something in scripture It repeats itself over and over and over again. Even the great apostle Paul, when he's writing sometimes and he really wants to emphasize the truth, he will say it over and over and over again because the goal here is not social etiquette. The the goal here is not just that uh, we have a masterpiece of literature. The goal here is that you actually learn. And much of what we're going to see in in chapter one, we're going to see through the entire book of Proverbs and that is God constantly, constantly saying the same thing. You're going to discover that there aren't a lot of things you have to know. You just have to know some things very, very well. Now, he says to restri- receive instruction, and he's going to talk about four things in which we need to receive instruction. He says, wise behavior is one. Righteousness is another. Justice is another, and equity. Now, wise behavior can also be translated. It is in the uh, uh, New English translation. It's translated skillful living. In the ESV, wise dealings. Now, I want you to know my primary goal is not to make you a successful businessman or a uh, brilliant lawyer. But what I want you to see is this. The most important wisdom is in your dealings with God and in walking with God and in carrying out the commands of God. And yet, at the same time, I want you to see that the wisdom of God is not just for that type of thing, but the wisdom of God will make you wise in every area of your life. As a lawyer, as a doctor, as a carpenter, as a businessman, in whatever um, area of, of or profession that you're going to work in whatever you're going to do the book of Proverbs will be a tremendous blessing and so do you want to be wise in all your behavior even in dealing with your enemies do you want to be wise well then the book of Proverbs is for you then not just wise behavior but also righteousness it's going to give you instruction in righteousness. What is righteousness? Righteousness is whatever conforms to the character and revealed will of God. I can't think of anything more important than being instructed in righteousness. You see, we become righteous before God only through faith in Jesus Christ. But then we want to live righteously, which means we want to be conformed to God's standard. We want our character to be like God's character. We want our actions to be like God's actions. Then he, So he says, wise behavior, righteousness, and then justice. And there's so much we could say here, but let me just put it this way. Justice is practicing God's righteousness toward others. Treating others as God commands. You'll always see in the scriptures that there is both a vertical and a horizontal relationship. It's so true, young person. To be right with God, we must be right with others. As it is possible, we need to attempt to be right with others. We need to treat others as God would have us treat them. And again, that's not going to come out of your own heart or your own mind or your own thinking. You yourself are going to have to study God's Word, cultivate the mind of Christ, study the commands, the teachings about what does, what does the Bible say about how to deal with others, with those in authority over you, with fathers, with mothers, those beside you, brothers and sisters, those, those maybe one day who will be under your authority. How do you live? How do you treat... Uh, People who treat you well. How do you treat people who treat you with evil? All of it is according to the commands of God. And then equity. Here, the root idea is simply being straight, upright, fair, impartial.